And welcome back to another episode of the Guys with Feelings podcast, where two guys discuss the ideas, influences, epiphanies, and yes, the feelings that make them better men. My name is Jamin Yee. And I'm Gabe Rose. And today we're bringing back our resident lawyer and culture expert, Alan I. Alan, how you doing? Great to be here, guys. <laughs> so you know, I've, I've assembled you guys here today to talk about a very important topic, Kanye West. Oh boy. Important and timely. Yes. <laughs> Indeed. Bat signal was called and we all we all showed up. Indeed. So just so you guys know, uh, Kanye is one of our favorite artists uh, for all three of us. And uh, in the last since, few days since high school. Yeah, I mean, since just high school. Like for a while. Since time. his first album, yeah. we've like all yeah. been closely following his We grew, up, we grew up with him. Yeah. yeah. So we've got a lot of love for him. Yet at the same time, we we do understand how absurd. Uh, he can be and don't agree with him on on everything. <laughs> um, but yeah, Alan, why don't you take us through what's been happening the last few days and why we're recording this emergency live podcast? Yeah, okay. Well, just take it back like maybe a week or so. <laughs> Kanye has been silent on Twitter. He's been off Twitter for about a year or so. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden he just like starts posting a lot. I'm talking like every 30 seconds, <laughs> a string of tweets. Um, so yeah, maybe this is like a week ago. And it starts off pretty benign stuff about shifting consciousness and just creativity. And it seems like it's coming from a good place. So like, I'll, I'll read one that I liked and kind of forwarded to people. But he said, some people have to work within the existing consciousness, while some people can shift the consciousness. Often people working with the existing consciousness are jealous of those who are more in touch, and they become hardcore capitalists in hopes of creating the illusion that the value of money is worth more than the value of time and friends. So he's posting stuff like that, and people are like retweeting it and talking about like Kanye's back, and he's posting these like pseudo-intellectual slash intellectual, like deep philosophical thoughts, mm-hmm. and he says he's writing a philosophy book, and this is his <laughs> philosophy book. So it, it's just a lot of stuff like that, um, talking about creativity and talking about shifting your consciousness and how it's important to create art. Um, but a few days ago, it took a kind of strong shift. <laughs> a turn. <laughs> uh, there's a turn. Uh, there's a twist where I read another tweet that was funny. It was like, man, I like woke up and really regret the Kanye tattoo that I got last night. <laughs> uh, so he starts posting one. I think the first thing that like set people off was he said, Candace Owens has a great mind. I didn't know who Candace Owens was. I looked her up, but she's like a Fox News black correspondent who is conservative and like speaks out against Black Lives Matter. Mm. And then he he started tweeting like stuff supportive of Trump. So I'll let Jamin jump in here. And when it started taking a Trump turn, that's when things like shifted even more. Yeah. So he started he started tweeting about Trump. He he started I think he tweeted a picture of him wearing the MAGA hat, Make America Great Again, and the internet just started going crazy. And it felt like, you know, is Kanye endorsing Trump? Like one of his tweets, he said, you don't have to agree with Trump, but the mob can't make me not love him. We are both dragon energy. He is my brother. I love everyone. I don't agree with everything anyone does. That's what makes us individuals. And we have the right to independent thought. (laughs) So you can imagine that definitely got people and a lot of his fans uh pretty incensed and that was just the beginning like he's just been going off since then uh he 
he's been actually posting a lot of pictures of his text that he's been having. He got a he got a really uh, actually a really kind t- uh, text from John Legend, who is basically you know like Kanye. Maybe take a look at the influence you have and and the damage that someone like Trump is doing and your endorsement or, you know, talking about how much you love him can have a lot of negative effects. And Kanye's response via text was that he was John Legend was trying to curb his free thought (laughs) and trying to manipulate him. Yeah, just just a lot going on this weekend. So a lot happened this weekend. So Friday (laughs) night, he dropped one track. And yeah. then Saturday morning, he dropped another. So all I know is, you know, we had I had dinner with Alan and a bunch of friends, and we were just all talking about this crazy Kanye thing. And as, as I say goodbye, and I'm going to bed, Alan texts me, and he's like, Kanye just dropped a track. Go to his website. And I was like, what is going on right now? I go to Kanye's website. It starts playing this track called Lift Yourself, and there's like two minutes of like this beat. And then you hear Kanye, and he's going, are you ready? All right, here comes the verse. Here it comes. Then he goes... Scoopity scoopity poop, whoopity poop, whoopity scoop, scoopity whoop. Dude, I haven't even heard this one. <laughs> he tweeted like, "Bars are fire emoji," and he had like ten fire emojis. So now everyone's like, "What is going? On? Did we just get trolled by Kanye? What is happening?" And the next morning, I wake up and Gabe, Alan, Sarah, a bunch of our friends are are texting about his song, and and some people are talking and like they're just really going into it. They're like, "Wow, this is this is." interesting people are debating and i was like really all this over scoopity whoop <laughs> and then and then i realized oh he dropped another song since i've gone to bed and this one was actually it's called yay versus the people and it's actually a back and forth debate pretty much between him and ti and <laughs> and 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 yeah kanye's defending himself with this trump stuff and T.I. is kind of, I think, maybe representing the view of a lot of his fans and john legend and a lot of people and uh that was, it was fascinating to just wake up to that. All right. So, so I think it's pretty safe to say the internet has, uh, as the internet is wont to do, pretty quickly split into two corners. Or maybe there's more than two corners on this one, actually, which sort of makes mm-hmm. it interesting. So, like, there's a huge Kanye backlash. I don't know exactly what it looks like. I'm sure there's been, like, calls to, like, boycott or whatever. Like, I haven't actually, like, paid enough attention mm-hmm. to it. But, you know, he's getting a lot of... A lot of shit thrown at him right now for this. Um, then you have like obviously a camp of sort of Kanye defender. I think there's sort of there's maybe two types of Kanye defenders. One is like the people that love Trump, and so they're like, "Oh, great, Kanye loves Trump too. This is like great for us." Like Trump's like retweeting a bunch of times, like Don Trump Jr. <laughs> yeah. Like it's like fucking like, oh yeah, Kanye's so great. Whatever. We got the alt right like, into hip hop. Yeah, yeah, like it's like yeah, twenty eighteen is crazy when uh, conservatives <laughs> love rappers but hate football. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's a it's a weird time to be alive. Um, but then you have sort of like another camp of Kanye defenders, like a separate strand of defenders that aren't Trump fans, but are sort of zeroing in on, you know, one of his sort of core messages is that this is just all about love and he loves Trump. He also loves Hillary. He loves everyone. Um, and he's just trying to create more space for love and freedom and sort of break out of the constraining expectations and thoughts about who he should be supporting just because he's a big artist, just because he's black, just because blah, 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 and thus break down these sort of barriers or rules for other people. So, um, you know, I think that that argue, that sort of line of defense has gotten at least some resonance from people that are 
on the left, mm-hmm. um, but find like some value in what he's doing. So I don't know. I feel like our our task here is to figure out like what the <laughs> what fuck we, we think, think and I don't even know what I think. So would love to hear. Uh, <laughs> would love to hear where you guys are at. <laughs> Alan, I'm I'm curious. What what are your thoughts on all this right now? <laughs> Man, it's it's really hard. I don't even know how I feel. Um, and so it's it's tough because. I think you can separate his pro-Trump stance in a couple different directions, right? Like, I think there's two things. One, the dragon energy. Kanye has been on the record way back in 2015 at Google Zeitgeist. (laughs) Someone asked him, like, who do you admire? Who do you, like, respect in this world? And he said, Donald Trump is, like, the number one person right now that I... Look is up, it number yes, number one? Look up wow. This is before Trump was this running? This is before Trump ran for president. Wow. Interesting. And so Kanye has been on the record as being a Trump supporter before, like, the president thing. And I think you can separate his, like, admiration for Trump in terms of, like, someone who, uh, you know, became president by basically speaking his mind and, like, bullshitting um, and... Uh, that's something that Kanye really respects, which is like separate from his policies, etc. So that's just like one, you know, wrinkle to throw in there. Yeah, he likes the persona likes the of persona. Trump and what exactly. that represents. That yeah. Obviously, though, because like he, what he loves about Trump is the same things he loves about himself, right? Like I, I doubt he's spent any time, if at all, like diving into like Trump's policies or what he's doing politically. But I know that he loves that there's this outsider who comes into the system, speaks his mind, just says whatever, you know, unfiltered. And then even if people are hating it and like and then I think he loves that, like in some way that was successful. And like it's it's basically, you know, Trump is like the white, like, I guess, you know, well, real estate in, version of Kanye. In his song, in his <laughs> yeah. T.I. song, the first yeah. line is, um, you know, I know Obama was heaven sent, but Donald Trump like made me feel that I could be president. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Ever since Trump won, it proved I could be president, (laughs) which yeah, sounds like a thing that would Kanye would like. So for me, I think it's interesting. Like I I know a lot of people are, are really mad at Kanye and and maybe rightly so because um, it feels like he's endorsing Trump and he's, and maybe endorsing the alt-right and without, you know, having spent two minutes, you know, looking into the politics of this all. Um, which, which I get, uh, but like, I think there's also this other side where it seems like where Kanye's trying to go with this and what his, his song, Yay Versus the People, kind of shed more light on, um, is that it, it seems like he's deliberately actually trying to send this message of, of love and, and kind of unification, um, and, and really trying to stop like the polarization that's happening, which is, which is something I resonate with. Um, I'm not sure if, if Kanye was the the bearer of this message that, that I was picturing in my head, but hey, you know these days, <laughs> why not? Um, messages coming, yeah, messages. and and so like you know some lines from his song that I think like point to that. Um, you know he talks he talks about you know Ti is is kind of going going on him against this, and Kanye says, "Bruh, I never stopped fighting for the people. Actually, wearing the hat will show the people that we're equal." Um, and you know he talks, he talks about you know this. That's a problem. That's a dumb line. <laughs> and and he talks, you know, um, 
he's like, I feel an obligation to show people new ideas. And if you want to hear him, here go two right here. Make America Great Again had a negative perception. I took it, wore it, rocked it, gave it a new direction. Added empathy, care, and love and affection. And y'all simply questioning my methods. So this is kind of giving you an insight into like what what he's doing with this. And, and I think it makes sense that this is like the angle he's going. Because if you actually read his tweets, I don't, I don't think at any point he's really endorsing the politics of Donald Trump. Again, as I said before, I don't think he knows even what the politics are. But um, but I, or or he might know but not care. I mean, it's just not right, important to right. him. And and yeah. him wearing this this MAGA hat. Um, I feel like Kanye has always kind of had this obsession with like symbols. I mean, right, the Confederate flag for his his Yeezus tour. I think he likes this this idea of taking a controversial symbol and then him being Kanye can kind of change the perception of it, right? Or or. Yeah. Or he, or he yeah, thinks he can, he can right, change exactly. the perception of exactly. that. That's, yeah, I think that's an important so, so, distinction or point of clarification to make. Yeah, so look, here's here's one of my things about all this. I'm, I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to explain myself well, but but maybe you guys can help me. So, like, I think it's pretty clear to me that Kanye is sort of, like, wrong on the merits on some level, right? Like, to, like, it's, like, not just, like, harmless or like random artistic self-expression to like just jump in and like offer a lot of like support and political cover for someone who's like an extremely dangerous and horrible president who's doing horrible things to lots of people including black people like he's like the most racist president in many 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 Mm -hmm. years so like that's that's like probably like a little more thought should be put into that than Kanye is putting <laughs> into it. Um, I think is like a fair like starting point of assessment. Yeah. I think like part of my problem with like the backlash and reaction is that people are like treating Kanye like he's a CNN pundit, <laughs> like offering like a serious political analysis. And like people like have this whole paradigm of the world, like the way that like many of us live in it where there's like, pro-Trump people and that represents something and like anti-Trump people and that represents something. And then like, they just put Kanye like into that paradigm. And like, obviously on some level, like he's letting himself be put into that paradigm, but like, it's like people are like reading it with a level of seriousness that it's not really intended to be like, I I don't mean to say he's like inauthentic in what he's saying. Like I'm, I imagine he like basically believes what he's saying. Mm -hmm. Um, Although there's a whole like, album promo angle we should we should get into <laughs> on this but like he's not making a serious political argument he's just sort of saying some shit and like i feel like by treating it like like with such seriousness like he's making a serious political argument that has some sort of like threat to like people that are anti-trump like i just i don't know it just it seems like a category error almost in in the way people are reacting so on the merits i i agree with you 100 percent, and i do think well-intentioned I don't know, well-intentioned like actions actually can be dangerous and hurtful uh to the political cause that you believe in right like um and I do think we should be more thoughtful about these things like I don't think like the idea of loving other people and stuff is controversial like no one's arguing that but just the way you go about it and given like the real political realities and outcomes um like it's it is kind of I, I think it's not just like, oh, like he's a creative person expressing love for everyone. It's actually kind of like dangerous and not helpful and can be regressive. 
But but I guess like is it that dangerous? Yeah, that, that's my, that's it's what like, I'm wondering. Yeah, it's like Kanye mouthing off. Like, have more than three people in America changed their minds about Trump over the last like seventy two hours? Like, I just. Well, I don't know. He's not trying to be taken seriously. Like, I'm not sure people are taking him seriously. Right. Well, like, yeah. And so so I'm wondering, okay, like, you know, how dangerous is this really? But I'm also kind of curious, like, part of me is actually, like, liking what he's doing. Um, I, I found myself, like, watching this with a fascination, but not just, like, a fascination of watching a car crash, like a fascination of something is happening here that I haven't quite seen before yet. And I'm trying to like parse out what that is right now and like what it is about me that the part of me that does resonate with this. Um, and I think I think part of it is really interesting, first of all. So let, let's let's take like his he's like coming at this from this whole love unification angle. Right. And I think we can all debate about how effective that is or how faux deep or or real that, you know, that is. But I think there's something powerful about one of the biggest rappers and this really brash, like audacious black man um, who's who's just saying things like, I mean, here's one of his tweets where he talks about, um, you know, he said, I, I said express love more because we have love, but we don't express it. My friend T Mills will always say, I love you. And it used to make me feel weird to hear that. Now I tell everyone I love them. He sparked me to start expressing love more. And he says, the concept of loving people has a stigma. It's really cool to say I hate you, but it's not cool to say I love you. Love has a stigma. And on that level, like I do agree with him. And I, I do think it's actually awesome that this this guy who a lot of people in the hip hop culture look up to is and you know, in a culture that I would say is does stigmatize love. That is like seen as like a like a lame thing to do. Like hating is cool, you know, in, in hip hop culture. But um just to have this guy coming out. And I almost feel like, you know, one lens I can look at this is, is the ultimate way of him getting across this message. Like, let's say the message is less about Trump and more about this love thing, right? Break, break, breaking against this love stigma. What would be the most like polarizing? Who is the person right now? Like that, if you could use that to make your example, like who's the person that everyone is like the least lovable right now in, in your, at least in your friend group or whatever. And, you know, Hitler's a little too far in the past. Oh, Trump. There we go. Like, that's that's a perfect thing. Like, from from this viewpoint, in some ways, I think this is actually one of the most effective ways for for him to get this message out. I don't know. I, I disagree, though, because I, I, I get what you're saying about the message um, and how we should destigmatize love. That's great. But I just really think the execution is not good at all. <laughs> <laughs> The, the, yeah, the execution is not, maybe not perfect. Yeah. Uh, maybe like very, very far from perfect. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm on record, I think, many times believing that like our politics need a lot more love and empathy, like especially across our current sort of tribal divide and thinking that like empathy for, yeah, like the whole MAGA wing of the country is important. Like, and, and by the way, just like separate and apart from whether they're like, it's economic anxiety or racial anxiety or neither or both or whatever. Like, I don't care. I just think like everyone in America should be empathetic towards each other because like we all have to live together. And so like, I, I think like, I actually, I'm really digging that part of his message and I'm glad he's doing it. Um, I, yeah, I wish he could have done it a little more artfully. Um, and I would have been like, I think if he had just started with like, Hey, like 
Trump does some things I like, he does some things I don't like, but, like, we should have more empathy towards him. Like, I think he would have, like, still gotten a lot of heat for that, but I would have been, yeah. like, squarely in his corner Could on you it, you know? I would have been, like, yes. Like <laughs> no, no, of course not. Which is, like, look, you get the Kanye, the Kanye you need, not the Kanye yeah. you want, I guess. You know, so, like, I think we can all agree he, he's... He's an imperfect deliverer of, of maybe, you know, message that we can all agree on, uh, such as more empathy for, for all people, even people you disagree with. Um, but, you know, in these times right now, it seems like those are the only types of messages that break through the clutter and like get like go viral and, and get to people. What types it, of messages? I just think um, like so if there was someone who is more reasoned, right, and let, let's say someone famous and they're like, oh, yeah, you know, like I. You know, I, there's things I disagree with about Trump, but, you know, here, here's what I do like about him. And, and I, I, you know, I think we should love everyone. That would not have gotten any attention. I, I think there probably have been people who have said that and, and voices in the middle just get drowned out, right? Like we have people on the left, we have people on the right, and the loudest, most polarizing voices get heard. And so I think in some ways, like Kanye is the perfect, imperfect delivery of this message. Like, no, any uh, more reasoned message would not have gotten attention. And he's kind of this polarizing message right in the middle, like polarizing, I think a lot of people. Um, and maybe we need something like that just to break through the clutter in, in these kind of imperfect viral social media, like times. I don't know what, I, I think it's also to switch gears, but Gabe, I'll let you respond. But really quick, I just think it's like fucking annoying. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, He's really, really rich, and none of Trump's policies affect him, right? And so, I don't know. I just feel like his message of love is really getting <laughs> diluted by everything <laughs> else he's saying. Um, and also by the fact that he's just being kind of so out there, I think that actually hurts his message rather than helping. Right. I mean, it amplifies it, but I don't think it But it also it makes people take it less seriously, yeah. right? Like, a lot of, yeah. yeah I mean... Yeah. I think there's like a foundational question is like, are we grading him on the Kanye curve or not? You know, it's like, and that comes back to like my point about like, he's not a CNN pundit. Like, although some CNN pundits, I think are not terribly more eloquent than Kanye. But like, it's just like, he's always been, look, we say this from a place of love. Like we love Kanye. For people listening who don't know this, we have like a side hustle that just includes just defending Kanye at parties. Jamin, Jamin has like, like a written down a defense of Kanye somewhere. Yeah. Which I didn't publish. Yeah. I'm not brave enough. I don't have the courage to publish it. And yeah, good, every, good thing you didn't. Every, every, every month I got that. It gets harder. Yeah. I mean, that's how I found my roommate is in my Craigslist posting. I talked about being a Kanye defender. And that's what we bonded over. Yeah. So like, so this is, this is sort of from a place of of a lot of love like kanye is just a, a super self-absorbed <laughs> like really just like outrageous ridiculous person who really is a huge asshole sometimes to other people like and i the reason that i like say that i feel like i can say that from a place of love is i think he's a person that like has a lot of inner hurt and struggle like i think it's coming from a lot of like inner challenges that he has um so um i can like sort of and it helps, like, I love him as one of my favorite artists, like, we'll sort of see that with a lot of empathy. But I guess, like, just back to the Kanye curve point, it's like, if you're willing to grade him on the Kanye curve, I think you can see this all through, like, a pretty charitable lens, like, not, like, 100%, but, like, I think you can accept that there's, like, a lot of, like, positive in terms of, like, what, what Jamin was saying. Um, 
that he's putting out that that's mixed in with the just like silly Trump stuff. But yeah, if you're just going to like treat him like he should have sort of the level of like thoughtfulness or eloquence or like sort of like quote unquote normalness of like a normal person, like then he's going to fail that test guaranteed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we should talk for a second about the song too, because I think the three of us—I don't know—at least Jamie and I, I think both loved it. I don't, I don't know what Alan thinks, but well, when um, it came out, I was just like, but I thought I that was a great contribution. Like, made this. <laughs> I thought the song like sucked as music, <laughs> but I was really—I am- just like—I think I just appreciate Kanye. You know that he exists and that he's like creating things and that energy. I do appreciate. I, I appreciate the dragon energy, um, but. I did think the song was bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not like a real song song. It, it's kind of more of a statement. But yeah, I mean, so one of the things I, I love about the song, and I think what I love about this entire weird Kanye episode is the discussion that it's generating. Um, and I, you know, I think even while this was all happening, it's kind of made me wrestle with my own thoughts on on Kanye and my love for him and feeling weird with him supporting someone that... I don't have a lot of love for. Um, and, and to me, it was, it was very interesting, like, like for me to think, okay, can I enjoy or enjoy parts of this artist or the person and hear out like some of his thoughts and, and make room for maybe other parts I disagree with? Like, can I, can I hold both of those things and can I hear this person out? Um, and, and I think that's, that's a, that's something that, our nation desperately needs right now, like this idea of being able to just have discourse or conversations with people who hold beliefs you don't believe in and you don't agree with, but just able to hear each other out. Like you don't have to agree with each other, but can you listen to each other? And can you even like care or love each other, even if you don't agree with each other? You know, is that possible? And I thought the song was an interesting uh, kind of a encapsulation of that for me because he could have easily just released a song where he just goes off and he like just talks about the MAGA hat and yeah. he's talking about his views on it as Kanye's want to do. But he specifically, he did this song where uh, literally him and T.I. like met up in the studio like the day before to actually have an actual debate. Like T.I. was like angry about what he was saying and they were actually arguing and then they decided like, okay, let's just record a song and they just made it in like a few hours and I love that it's an actual dialogue. Like if you listen to the, the song, it's just going back and forth. And to me, it's fascinating that he had this song that not only ha- encapsulated his views and, and what he wanted to say, but he actually made room for the opposition. He made room for what a lot of the internet and a lot of uh, the people who are angry with him are saying and and had that both in the song and then basically ended it with, he said, all right, we could be rapping about this all day. Why don't we just cut the beat off and let the people talk? And and this and yeah, just kind of left it off at, OK, we've got some different views and uh, maybe that's OK. Like, let let the people discuss. And there's something I love about how he made room for the dialogue and and that the on a meta level. I'm like, OK, this he's kind of modeling like I think we need more of this, like where we can dis- talk about this and maybe me and Alan disagree. But, yo, can we hear each other out? Can we have a conversation? Just even just even talk to each other, right? Yeah. So the the song reminded me of um there was a, a really great piece by Matt Iglesias and Vox a few weeks ago talking about that American Chopper meme that I imagine everyone has seen at this point <laughs> with like the two guys yelling yeah. at each other. Um like back and forth for like five <laughs> times. Um and like the Iglesias piece in Vox was sort of talking about how 
Um, that meme is like this, which I hadn't cared about at all before I read this piece. I just thought it was dumb and annoying and I didn't know what American Chopper was. <laughs> um, but like, it's a great contribution to the internet because it's actually like a dialectic. Like people actually present both sides of the argument. The point of it is to present both sides of the argument, like honestly, mm. like present them both well back and forth and like try to have your argument look better as opposed to like what normal Twitter is in absence of that meme is I think Iglesias called it people trying to slam dunk on right. each other, you know, just have like one lines where you make yourself look as good as possible and make someone else look as stupid as possible. Um, and I just like thought of that when like, I, I like heard this song, I thought the song was like, whatever you think about like the whole thing, I thought like the song was like a great contribution to, to like this particular chapter in like weird Kanye <laughs> American life. Cause yeah, he really did like a fun to hear from T.I. again. Like, hey, hi, T.I. Like, hope you stick around. <laughs> um, but like B, like T.I.'s verses, he really like he didn't like create a caricature. He didn't create a straw man argument. It was like actually like the best version of both arguments, like back and forth, like which was cool. And I think we have like American Chopper meme doing that with Kanye <laughs> doing that. I think like that's like a I would love for that genre to continue growing on the Internet. Yeah. <laughs> I have a question. How, how did Ti become the voice of the people? Like uh, that is that is unclear. Well, also, Ti is like problematic as hell too, man. Like, didn't he say like women can't be president when Hillary was running? Um, I don't know if that Ti is the voice we want representing the people, but you know, he did he did okay. He did okay. He did also compare I, yeah. what Kanye was saying to Catholic priests raping children. <laughs> In one of his verses, which I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't think that too, too hard about the, the politics of T.I. Or know the politics of T.I., but all, all fair but points. To, to back um, up, like, just one moment. Uh, I think I disagree with you guys on the need for more dialogue and reaching out to the other side. Well, tell me, even though I disagree with you, I would love to hear your perspective <laughs> on this. I don't want to hear this shit. <laughs> Fuck up. Shut up. <laughs> it's over. Um... I don't know, man. It's fucking tiring. Uh, and like, yes, I get like in an ideal world, we would reach out and love everyone and, you know, take the time. But I don't know when someone is trying to like destroy you and take away like your resources and your family. It's I know it's hard. And like, ideally, we would like love everyone. But I don't know. That's not what I'm. I don't think we should focus our energy. It's not what That's you're not about. What I'm about. I'm not about loving everyone. I'm about getting mine. <laughs> I mean, so I'm I'm curious. You know, like, does it have to be either or? Like, can it can it only be all right? So we can't have any empathy or love. Like, we just got to have you know these like polarizing, almost like really aggressive discourses, or not even discourses, slam dunking each other, right? Like, and and is that the and is that the only way we can like make progress on the politics and, and fight for gun control or fight for more, um, you know, to stop lifting climate change regulations? Or is there a way that we can actually, can we have both? Like, can you fight for these things you really believe in without demonizing like the other side? Like, can you stand up for these ideas and like push for them without making the other side into like a caricature like evil people who have no souls and you know are are complete idiots i don't know man i i feel like we can take a few steps closer and yeah i think obviously like this ideal of oh yeah we're just all gonna be lovey-dovey we're just all gonna love each other i don't think that's realistic at least not anytime soon but i think all of us on on all sides can take a few steps closer 
to both of these, to both like standing up for what what we believe in and fighting for that, and just not being such assholes to each other, not turning these other other person, the other sides, whatever, into into caricatures of, of people. Yeah, I think like I mean, I as I think is known, I agree with Jane on this, but I, I don't. This is a sort you of better a, a big, big podcast topic is over, in question. <laughs> um, I I feel like there's like two other things I've been like thinking about that that maybe um, you guys might have thoughts on. One is one thing I like I I, I think Kanye is like sort of wrong on here. That's that's um that's sort of illustrative of a of a bigger problem on sort of like the jordan peterson sort of like trump like sometimes like alt-right spectrum is like there's this thing that happens where people say things that are either like racist or like almost racist or like just offensive in general or just like really offbeat and then like a bunch of people like are like yo that's like racist or like almost racist or like way Mm -hmm. off for whatever reason and then like it becomes an issue of like quote unquote free thought or expression. Right. <laughs> like I'm not trying to like, I think it's like, I mean, chance had his whole tweet where it's like black people don't have to be Democrats. Yes. 100%. Right. Mm-hmm. Like that's like, yes, people should get to have like whatever politics they want and we shouldn't put people into boxes and expect someone just because the color of their skin or anything else to like think a certain way. Like, yes, yes, yes to all of that. But like, there's like, I mean, this was like the whole recent like Ezra Klein, Sam Harris debate, which we won't go into for the people that weren't following. But there's just like people say like borderline racist thing, then get a lot of shit for it, then like print themselves as these like brave martyrs, like speaking the truth. And like where what when people are actually saying back is like, no, you're wrong. And what you're saying is like both wrong and really harmful. And I think like that, that's just like, I mean... I do think there's a problem with like the sort of like internet Twitter mob, like shouting people down. Like that is a real thing. And I don't want to like say it's not a real thing, but this whole notion that like people are sort of like brave when they say things that are like not only offensive, but also like really simplistic and dumb and wrong and offensive. Like, I don't like, I don't know. I'm not, I just think that uh, is not a good argument. Did you see chances response though? Chance the rapper. No, so he actually wrote a really nice like follow up where you know he wrote like a I guess this is a thing also like people post like notes that they write on their iPhone like screenshots of that, but he wrote like a two page thing where he was like you know what I said is true, but the way I expressed it and the timing probably wasn't appropriate, and then he kind of went into like a longer discussion about his thoughts and just about politics, and he's like no way do I support Trump. Um, and I do support free thought, but like the way I expressed it was not, you know, very helpful. And I think that's the way you should engage in things. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. unfortunately that stuff doesn't go viral. So none of us even knew that chance wrote that. And it's, and that's, it's part of the problem. I feel like part of the problem we're in right now is the way we're all communicating online, like the way social media is structured, it just doesn't lend itself like it's it it only pushes forward and promotes like these really short snippets that are very easy to take out of context or easy for people to rally against or to hate against and to slam dunk on and and I really think a lot of more nuance and a lot more like reasonable like the 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 responses to this that would make a lot more sense and be more impactful just just getting lost or just not getting traction and uh, it's kind of a bummer. 
Yeah, and, and, you know, ironically, like, tying this all back together, I think the person who most illustrated that over the last few years was Trump, who just, like, showed us that, like, the key currency nowadays in American, like, politics and culture and everything is the ability to get and hold attention. Right. Like, it's about, like, capturing attention. Like, that's the currency. And, like, and... Kanye and Trump definitely have that in common. That they're both they're masters, two at, of the best in the business. Masters at, at getting attention, and yeah, and I think just to just kind of wrap up my thoughts on it, you know, I, I think as imperfect of a messenger he may be, Kanye might be the messenger we we need right now to to maybe get across some ideas of of kind of bringing a little more, uh, you know, unification or or this polarization you know, is maybe not the best idea or adding more love and empathy into these conversations. Or maybe he's not. <laughs> Alan, closing, closing thoughts? No closing thoughts. I'm just confused. Um, I hope he makes good music. Um, you know, and it's, it's, I think this is a struggle that a lot of people have been dealing with um, recently is just separating art from artists or if that's possible right with like me too like woody um what's his name woody allen Mm -hmm. people like that who have made great art but are shitty people and i don't think kanye is a shitty person he's a complicated human but you know how is this going to affect my appreciation of, of his music and his art i'm not sure um so i'm like curious to see what music he puts out yeah gabe any last thoughts yeah I guess the close, I just like would revisit something I said earlier, which is I just think we should take people as seriously as they're acting. And so (laughs) I just Kanye is like pretty silly and ridiculous. And I think we should like, you know, it's not that he doesn't have some serious things he's saying, but I, I think his silly and ridiculous like sort of style and approach and like the like pseudo intellectual like way he's like throwing some of this out there like. I just think we should meet his somewhat silly, ridiculous energy with some of our own silly, ridiculous energy. And yet, we recorded a 40-minute podcast. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I, I will say I struggled with whether we were becoming part of the problem with this podcast, but we just couldn't resist. Again, I think if, if the message is love, man, I, I think maybe this is this is actually a little more significant than, uh, than frivolous, but... We'll have to keep debating that in another episode of this show. So (laughs) (laughs) that brings us to the end of the episode. Uh, You can find all episodes of Guys With Feelings at guyswithfeelings.co. Shoot us an email at guyswithfeelingsshow at gmail.com and let us know what you think about all this Kanye madness. Uh, Music for the podcast is by Broke For Free. Leave us a review if you're feeling generous or not. And yeah, that'll do it for this episode. I'm sure by the time we post this, you know, a few hours from now, there will already be a few more Kanye controversies. So it'll already be. (laughs) It will be completely irrelevant. (laughs) But (laughs) until next time, we hope everyone out there is able to embrace the lows, celebrate the highs, and appreciate the messy journey in between. We'll see you guys next time. Love you guys. (laughs) 